This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, Clock Dodgers? I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you for subscribing. I appreciate you for downloading the episode. I appreciate you for joining me today. Now, I know you read the description before this episode played. I know you read the title before this episode played. So just as excited as you are, you know I'm excited about this episode, right? There's no question about how I feel about this episode. And and it's for multiple multitude of reasons, right? Number one, I'm a huge NFL fan. Number two, I'm a diehard Raider fan. Number three, I'm a diehard fan of people. And I like connecting with people. You guys know the whole reason for this podcast is to connect with people, to take an inside glance into people, right? A lot of times we see what's on the surface. In this case, I have a young man on the podcast who is an NFL wide receiver. He plays for the Oakland Raiders. He is a rookie in the NFL this upcoming season, played at Baylor, and I wanted, you know, in having him on on the podcast, it was more than just having an NFL player on the podcast. It was more than just having a, a, a Baylor standout on the podcast. It was about having a man on the podcast named Ishmael Zamora, who I wanted to n- uncover him a little bit, not not just the athlete, right? Which is super important, right? Because that's he's going to do big things. I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what anybody says. I know Ishmael Zamora is going to do big things, whether it's on a football field or off it. I'm a fan either way. It doesn't matter. But I wanted to talk with him just like I want to talk with anybody else and connect, you know, in, in, all, different, in all different reasons for it, right? Um, motivationally, motivational, motivationally. Am I saying that right? I don't know. For motivational purposes, I wanted to, to talk to him um, because I know, you know, he, he's overcome a lot and he, he's done a lot to, you know, at this elite level. So I thought it was important to cover that and just to, you know, find out about the person a little bit. So it was, it was a fun conversation. It was super entertaining and uh, a lot of insight and, and, and things that people should hear. So I, I, and, and I'm super appreciative and humble that um, Ishmael gave me that opportunity. Um, I, you know, it, it, was, it was an easy process. It was, you know, very, very easy and smooth going. So I, I, I appreciate him doing that. Um, not everybody does that for you. Um, not, not everybody wants to come on a podcast and speak to you and open up to you. And, um, you know, some people make, maybe feel vulnerable or, um, aren't, aren't sure what they're stepping into, but he was totally open about it, totally game about it. And he had fun too. So it, it, it was a great experience for both of us. Um, it, it's definitely amazing, you know, to have him on the podcast. So you could tell I was excited about it. Um, I, I don't want to hold you up really because you're listening to this episode to hear Ishmael Zamora. Let's be serious. So I don't want to hold up too much about this. Before we do, I just want to ask you guys if you can make sure that um, you're following him on social media and all those places. Um, if you're if you're a Twitter user, just on anything really, Instagram, Twitter, you could just search his name. Um, but it, but if like for instance, if you want to actually find him on uh, you know on Twitter or on um, 
Instagram, like I said, you could just Google, you could just tweet, you could just Google the name or search the name on the app, but on Twitter, it's at Ishmael, I-S-H-M-A-E-L underscore Zamora, Z-A-M-O-R-A. Again, if you're not familiar with him, he's a rookie NFL wide receiver stepping into the NFL this season, signed by the Oakland Raiders, and he's going to do big things, folks. So check out the episode. I'll catch you on the other end, and, and we'll talk a little more about you know, the conversation that we had. I just don't want to hold you up from the actual conversation that you're looking for right now. So I'll catch you guys on the other end. Big shout out, you know, to Ishmael, to his team over there, the management team. Shout out to Randy. Shout out to everybody uh, who made this happen. So I'll see you guys on the other side. Let's get to the conversation. This is Ishmael Zamora on the Clock Dodgers podcast. want to give a thanks to everybody there and for having me in town business. We're about to handle some. We're about to have some things this this year. Can I play with him? Can I win with him? Can I go with him? Can do it. You play with the game. I mean, listen, we talking about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game. are now locked in to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Clock Dodgers podcast. All right, what's good, Ishmael? I know you're, you know, you've been a little busy with this thing called the NFL, but how's life been treating you, man? Man, it's been treating me great, man. Just feeling blessed. Been trying to find all the all the good things and all the bad things and separate them and just live life. Yeah. Definitely. It's not easy to do, but you seem to be doing pretty well at it right now. So that's that's a good thing. I mean, I, I, obviously it's an honor, you know, to have you on the Cloud Dodgers podcast, to be able to kind of sit down, and just chop it up with you for a little bit. So I appreciate your time. First off, um, you know, my, my goal is always to have real conversations, conversations that, you know, provide value where you can learn, laugh, you know, just take something positive away from things. So whether it's entertaining or it's inspiring, whatever the case may be, you know, it's going to connect, obviously, with people on all different levels. But I've been looking forward to our chat, you know, not just from a football perspective, but from you as a person, which I think is important. So, I, again, I appreciate you, man, for coming on. No problem. I'm, I feel like you're doing me a favor. <laughs> uh, no, it's definitely it's definitely mutual here. So for, for anyone who, who's listening right now who doesn't know, right, because sometimes people who are listening don't know anything about sports or football. So to make sure that everyone is on the same page really quick, um, you're a wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, you signed with the Oakland Raiders. My Oakland Raiders, by the way, I'm a, I'm a diehard fan. Um, you played at you played at uh, at Baylor in college, uh, but like I mentioned, man, you're kind of like the next level now. So you're at the highest level, actually. Um, it's, it's a new chapter in your life, right? Yes, sir. Most definitely. Yeah, and so when when we rise to these kind of things, you know, obviously the expectations rise too. How, how has that transition been for you? Like going from 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 you know, obviously from a kid to now from college, and now you're in the highest level. How has that transition been? Well, the, from from the first standpoint, maturity level for sure. You're expected to be mature. You're expected to be everywhere you're supposed to be on time. You're expected to be the man you're where you're expected to uh, just. Handle your business right. like a professional, like any professional would. So you got to do your job, know your stuff, basically that that type of stuff. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's not easy, but it's something, you know, you're going to obviously get better at. We all get better at day by day. No one's perfect at it. Um, I've seen Raider Nation yeah. blowing you up on Twitter and whatnot. Has, has the Raiders given you a warm welcome? Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like they have when we got there. <laughs> Especially with that playbook. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And Raider fans are crazy, so I know I know they're blowing you up everywhere. Um, 
you know, the, the idea behind cloud dodgers, like I mentioned to you is to, to break. And I say break the nine to five mindset. And what I mean by that is I feel like people are stuck in a routine a lot of times where they wake up, they go to work, they go back home, they eat dinner, they go to sleep and they just kind of repeat this cycle. And so I feel like when, when you're grinding and you're pursuing this passion that you love, in your case, it's football. Um, it's bigger than that nine to five window. And so I feel like if, if you stay in that nine to five mindset, you never really make special things happen. Right. So I, I created the podcast and the brand to kind of build that culture, you know, to motivate others, even if it's just to entertain people to, you know, make, take their mind off things and make the hustle easier for them. But for you, you've come so far, man. Like I said, you know, you're, you're an elite athlete, you know, you went from being a, a kid to Baylor to the NFL, even to push through, you know, personal obstacles and, and challenges that you faced. What, what motivates you, Ishmael? Uh, really? The thing that motivates me is just, just not only just making like my, for the most part making my my parents proud, the people who made me, and making my family proud, the people who put so much into me and so many values into me to just make me the person I am today. Uh, so I want to make them proud. I also want to make all the people that helped me along the way, like my coaches, my teachers, and my administrators from my high school for sure. At my old high school, I really I, I go back to my high school a lot. And I, uh, and I talk to them sometimes. I sit down and talk to them for hours because I really appreciate everything they've done for me. Right. So I just like them happy. And then also it's just for like for me internally, I like to make myself, I like to like, hmm, I have goals. So I have to like certain goals I want to reach. And it's like, I can't let myself fall short of something. So if I feel like, okay, I, I know I can do this. Or hmm, I know this will be this will require a lot more than I'm used I'm used to. So I know that it's I'm just a competitive person and I just don't like things I don't like things to defeat me. Right. So either it's uh, an athletic standpoint or emotional standpoint, I just don't like to let things defeat me. I don't like to let things bring me down. Right. So you're motivated by yourself and also from like you said the people around you who who have invested in you, right? And I, yeah. I ask that question because I truly believe like what motivates you is going to motivate people who are listening to, you know what I mean? It's kind of, it's an, it's infectious in, in, in a way, um, motivation. So I always like to, to kind of peek into that and see what it is that's pushing you, especially when you're at this level that you're at. Um, I, I've talked with other guests before about it, you know, who, who have come on the show and I feel like it's, in, it's an interesting question. So I tend to ask it a lot, but, um, and there, and there's really no right or wrong answer to this, but what, what motivates you more? Is it the people who, who don't believe in you and you want to prove them wrong? Or is it the people who love you and you want to prove them right? Uh, really the people that, that don't believe me is, isn't, well, I will eventually prove them wrong, but it's never just a goal for me to prove somebody else right. wrong. I'd rather show them that you don't necessarily need to doubt someone. You need to pick somebody up. I'd rather pick somebody up than put them down. Right. Yeah, there's no energy. There's no time to waste energy on that. That's what you're saying, basically, right? Yeah. I got gotcha. you. It's a little bit of a 50-50 sometimes. Yeah, I feel like, you know, sometimes I feel like, damn, you just want to go back and like, ah, I did it, you know? But at the same time, you know, like you said, putting the energy there sometimes isn't worth it, right? Yeah, I'd rather just show them that, like, negativity is not, it's not the way. Like, right. being negative to, that you rarely even know. You just know them through social media post or a TV or so, so, so like, yeah, like that. Right. I got you. And you don't really, even if you do know somebody, it's, I never really see the point of putting somebody down. Right. There's nothing to gain from it. And I mean, exactly. 
you know, I, I, I'm a father of three boys, right? And, and as kid, when you have kids or when you're a kid, you know, everyone wants to be a pro athlete, it seems like, right? It seems like that's everyone's dream at some point or another. And it's almost like it's a part of our DNA. And, you know, you're, you're someone who has, you know, has had a great level of success so far. And I, I believe you're going to go to even do bigger things at this next level. But what what's something that, you know, you would tell kids, right? Young kids coming up that maybe you wish you either applied more or that you feel was a, an, an important ingredient for you as far as your success, whether it's in sports or just in general. But, you know, if those kids are out there, you know, playing sports, is there something specific you feel like, you know, they should really be focusing on? Uh, Really, if like if it's that if it's their desire, like it was for me to make it to the NFL, like that was one of my biggest goals. Either I want to because when I was coming out of high school, I ran I ran track and I played football and I feel like I was kind of I feel like I was talented in both. Right. So. I really, it was my goal was either to make it to the NFL or make it to the Olympics. So I was going to do one or the other. Big and goals, so, man. Big goals. Yeah. So when you, I feel like if you preach that to yourself and you continue to have that mindset, I feel like the sky's the limit. Like I don't, I feel like nobody can stop you. But like I feel like it's true when they say nobody can stop you but yourself. Right. Because like I used to. Like, you know how on Facebook, when you have, you post something and it, it shows you from years later, like, oh, you posted this on this day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I used to see stuff that I posted back in the day when I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to keep the same mindset. I want to do this. I want to make it in the I want to do this. And to finally reach that goal, it really just, it just fills me up with joy. Right. To know that I've always, I've always wanted to do this. So I, I stayed with it. I didn't, I didn't give up like some people do. Yeah, that that seems to be the important thing is to just never let up. And I even put out a podcast. Well, it's gonna well, by the time this one comes out, the other one will come out. And it's just kind of me talking about the fact that you know when you're young, if you want to be say an NFL athlete and you're a kid, you don't really pay attention to people who who tell you otherwise, right? But as you seem to get older, sometimes it seems to like mess with you more. Like you say, "Oh, I'm gonna lose a bunch of weight," or "I'm gonna go buy this car." And people are like, "You can't do that. You can't do that." You know what I mean? But when you're a kid, you don't really pay attention to that. Like you don't even know people are doubting you because you're not even hearing it. You know? And I just feel like that's an important thing. To do is like if you want to do something just do it don't even think about what other people have to say and just never let up and i feel like if you're good enough at it and you never let up it's just destined to happen at some point you know what i mean exactly yeah and, and so, so 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 like speaking on sports and, and and baylor for a second um we hear a lot of people comment um on the way that offense is run okay um it's unique to say the least right and people talk about how guys from baylor translate to the nfl they say uh, most, most of the time they'll say it's like not pro ready. It's not a pro offense. So it's like tougher to convert from Baylor to the NFL. Um, enough of what those people think you're actually one of the guys who, who are making that leap right now. Um, is that concern that people always talk on overhyped or do you feel like it's a legit hurdle? Uh, to be honest, yeah, it's, it's kind of a hurdle, but it's not too much that in like a simple person or well, not like a simple person, but the an average person couldn't handle. Right. So it's not something. It's not like oh, I'm a certain type of person. Like I do different. I'm like I'm different. Like that I can catch on to things different. Like if if you really wanted to just make that jump, you really could. But being the things that we learn at Baylor is totally different from what the things they're teaching us in in NFL. Right. So like they 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 do stuff differently. So. And I like even when I went on some of the visits, like when the, some of the NFL coaches seen like our offense, they were amazed. Like, damn, how do y'all 
how did y'all do stuff like that? Right. I was just going to ask you that. I was going to ask you a lot of people comment on like the, the tough part of it, the negative part of it. But is there there's positives that had to come along with that, too. Right. I mean, yeah, like like I had uh, when I went on the trip to Cincinnati, like they were like, God damn, like, it's crazy how y'all run so many plays. Like in NFL, we only run like maximum 60 plays. Like right. run like 100 games <laughs> consistently. And that's just this is how our offense is. And it's kind of it's, it's different in the NFL. Like they. They have more concepts. There, it's more, it's more like thought, more thought. Not saying that our offense wouldn't thought out, but they just put more. It's like more like you can game plan against it, right? Offense, in, in, because it's so much talent. But in college, uh, it's like different people that you can pinpoint and be like, okay, he's the guy that is not that like their defense. Like if we if we're looking at a defense, if we can pick out one guy or a couple of guys that be like, okay, he's probably the guy that that won't do. He can't do certain things. He'll be if the we weaker link in the we, offense. I mean, the defense to attack. Like. Yeah, exactly. If but in the, you're out, saying in the yeah. NFL, it's harder because no one's really weak. Exactly. Gotcha. There's no, no stop off. Gotcha. So, so do you have certain things that you feel then? you know, coming into the NFL that you need to focus on or is it just an overall game thing to improve? I mean, obviously everyone needs to constantly improve, but is there coming now from Baylor into the NFL to the Raiders? I mean, do you feel like there's a certain weakness or do you just feel like overall you just have to, you know, improve on your game in every aspect? Yeah, I don't see it as a weakness. I just see it as something that that I need to practice more. Right. That I need to go over. That makes more sense. That makes sense. Totally. So once I um, once I once this repetition, once it's, I've, I've repeated it a couple of times, then it'll be like it'll be just like the back of my hand, like I'll know it. Gotcha. And so you know, be, being with the Raiders now and, and doing this thing, you know, you, you were undrafted, so you didn't you didn't go through the drafts, you didn't get drafted. But now, does that add an extra chip to your shoulder, or is it something you don't even think about? It's it's over with, it's done, or because you hear a lot of guys say, "Oh, I can't wait to prove people wrong," or "I can't, you know, wait to you know show people that they made a mistake." Is that in your mindset, or do you not even pay attention to that fact? Yeah, that's that's. If anybody thinks like that, I, I don't know. It might work for somebody else, but that like that's the wrong mindset to have going into into our position because. If you feel that way, then you you won't you you're hinder you're hindering yourself. Right. You're not letting yourself be to the your maximum, like your maximum talent. I like that because like, you're you're too think about proving somebody else wrong. You're just feeding into that negativity. Yeah. So by that, you're just you're just throwing your focus all the way off. I like what you're saying, man. Like, I, I I see what you're saying. Like you're feeling like it's an unnecessary weight on you, right? Exactly. I got you, man. I like that. That's a good mindset. That's interesting. You don't hear a lot of guys say that. I like that. Um, if you um, with with the Raiders, I mean, have you has anyone you know any, any of the veterans or any of the guys there taking you under their wing already, or do you feel like anyone made an impression on you early? Uh, well, yeah, I feel like all the guys like Crab, uh, Crabtree. He he's, he's he's been helping me. He's been putting me on game on a lot of stuff and just helping me just make that transition. And Seth Rogers as well. He's been helping me out, just just telling me like, oh yeah, it's cool, like it's you good, bro. Like he's been keeping me positive. Like he's right. me, you you'll get you'll catch it sooner than you think. Like he he's the positive guy. And then Amari, I just I see him as like a visual aid. So he everything he does, I can just I can just soak it up because he's a, a new guy on the scene. So I can just be like, okay, 
I can apply some of my stuff in my game to what he does and just try to use some of his tools. Right. So I feel like all of them, I, feel like I, can, I can learn something from everybody, and That's, I have been. Yeah, it's a strong group there. It's a strong group for sure. Um, now, um, when, when, when you line up on the field, man, you're, you're lined up across a, a cornerback, right? What, what should he be worried about? What, what is like, what do you feel it personally? What's your strongest weapon? Like when, when a cornerback's across from you, what do you think he fears the most? Uh, I feel like, hmm. Is it your speed? Is it your size? Or do you think it's a combination of everything? Yeah, I feel like it's a combination. I feel like if he lets me catch the ball, then he'll have more to worry about. Then. <laughs> I can't do anything without the ball. Gotcha. I like that. Now, you know, I, I mentioned a big aspect in, in, in football right now. Well, not to you guys, but to uh, to, to fans. It's fantasy football, right? Um, as fans, you know, we love it. And, and even on the podcast, we talk about it a lot. Um, but with actual players in the league, it seems like there's guys who embrace it and love it and enjoy it. And then there's guys who, like, hate it, right? And I understand that. It's totally understandable because it brings a weird dynamic sometimes to their life. But what, what's your personal opinion on fantasy football? I mean, do you have a lot of history with it? Or, do, I mean, do you like it? Do you, do you have any feelings towards it? Uh, no, I, I've never, like, like in a lot of my tried to make a fantasy football team. I have a lot of friends and uh, family members that uh, are into that type of stuff. And they tell me, I just listen to them and what they tell me about it. <laughs> Would you ever play it? Uh, yeah, potentially. Now that I know like a lot of, a lot more about the league, I yeah, I can. I have, uh, I have an upper hand. Yeah, I mean personally, I think it'd be cool, man. And this is just an idea, but you know, maybe a Clock Dodgers, Ishmael Zamora charity type league or something where guys give donations to get in the league and either either play with you or you know maybe win a Zamora signed jersey or something. I'm just throwing things out there, Ishmael. You know, just just throwing it out there, man. If you're down, I'm gonna keep that in mind. Keep it in mind, definitely. Let me know. So you know, with, with fantasy football. Um, I, I don't know if you know, but th- you're you're a part of a lot of conversations and like debates when it comes, especially like to rookie wide receivers. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen things online or people have said stuff to you. Um, do, do, you know, is it weird to you to hear about yourself like in in that kind of aspect? People talking about you like for fantasy, like oh, I'm gonna draft you or stuff like that. Is is it weird or like is it just normal to you at this point? Uh, it was weird to me, but then like I just had to realize that I was. I was really about to be a part of the NFL. So I had to just calm myself down and be like, okay, this is really happening. Yeah. I just expect, I expect everything. And coming from my school, like our, one of my strength coaches, uh, Tom Cezati, he, he, he had a uh, impact on my career as well. And I've really listened and talked up a lot of stuff he's told me. And he always told me not to just, not to uh, just really get into that type of stuff, like looking at social media posts and how what people think about me, and like what they, what are their, uh, like what do they have to say about me? Because that's another thing, like just getting off, just getting out of focus. Right. So if you just buy into it too much, you'll start believing it, and you just, you just start, you start losing touch of reality. Right. Absolutely. And, and that's a double edged sword. Like you're saying on a positive aspect and a negative aspect, it can get, you know, it can get crazy. Um, okay. c- coming off of, um, you, you, you know, you mentioned, well, actually, if, if you weren't in the NFL, right, if you weren't chasing this dream and you weren't playing the NFL, was there another love you had besides that? As far as passion goes, was there anything else that, you know, I know you said track, right? The Olympics. Um, was there anything like non-sports that ever, you know, was, was something that you liked doing or was it always, uh, you know, a sports theme for you? Yeah, I just like being active. So sports was always 
fight. It's like my dad started me out playing soccer when I was young. And after he after he couldn't be with me longer, then I started I like moved towards like my, my cousins. So I started hanging out with my cousins a lot more. And they really got me into football and just running. And like we used to just race on the street. And I was like, man, I'm kind of like, I'm ready. I'm like, oh, and I was always the youngest cousin. So I was always at least three to four or plus years younger than everybody else. Yeah, you had an uphill so battle. We, <laughs> yeah, we always used to race and play football. I was like, man, I'm really good at this. And I'm like, I'm always going against somebody older than me. And I never got to play Little League. Because my mom, she didn't really have time to just really put me into the Little League football. So seventh grade was my first year playing football. Wow. And I was like, wow, like I'm not even that much bigger than everybody else, but I feel like I'm way faster than everybody else, which I was. And I feel like I'm more stronger than everybody else, which I was. And I actually played fullback. So, wow. so, so from then on, I was like, football and track, this is, this is what I want to do. So, so you noticed it as young as seventh grade that like you were different, right? That you were like stronger, faster. You noticed that at that age? Yeah, I feel like I had I had a different competition level so right. i feel like i've raised my standard up higher than people my age that's good awareness man now speak speaking of your childhood and everything you you were born and raised in texas is that right or no yes sir okay and you're and you're you're there right now right uh no right now i'm in uh austin training oh austin training okay um so I, I mean i see you talk a lot about it why, why is it so special man what does texas mean to you mm, texas man texas texas is home it's it's my my safe haven. I feel like I'm I'm at peace here. I have a lot of people that that love me, care about me, and that will do anything. Not do anything. Will would wouldn't wouldn't mind helping me. Right. So I feel like I just belong here more than I do anywhere else. That makes sense. And this is something. It's something about the certain hospitality that you don't get really get anywhere else. For sure. Absolutely. We're almost going to wrap this thing up. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do have to ask, man, because, you know, music is a big part of my life, especially hip hop. It's really influential on me. Um, who, who are some of your uh, your favorite artists right now? Do you have any certain artists or songs that maybe you listen to before games that get you amped up or anybody you just like right now? For a long time and, and still to this day, uh, like even I named my I name one of my, my own dogs after one of my favorite rappers, Gucci Man. <laughs> For sure. I, I, used to listen to him. I used to listen to him since I was... I can probably like first grade when I can even listen to music with cuss words in it, <laughs> even though that age to be listened to. It. <laughs> really, when I just started taking the love of music, like I also do love music. Like my mother and my sister play instruments, and I also did. Wow. Okay. So might be another passion, right? If maybe if sports didn't work out, man, you could have did something in music. Oh yeah, for sure. It seems Could to be, be something that um, athletes and and, and uh, music artists are very like synonymous with each other, right? Like it seems like it's a very it's very easy to like you know they that's famous saying like athletes want to be artists, artists want to be athletes. It's kind of like something that always blends, right? Yeah, I hear that a lot. Yeah, sure. it's pretty cool. Um, so you know, I, I, like I said, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. When, when people are done listening to this conversation that we're having right now, what is, what is the one thing that you want them to walk away with knowing about Ishmael Zamora, either the football player or the person? I mean, if they just take one thing away from this whole conversation, what, what do you think is important for them to know about you? I really just want them to just, when they see me or they see my name or something that relates to me, I just want them to be like, I just want them to feel like they, they, they knew me before. Like they, like they had a friend like me. Right. Like I want them 
like, uh, he's just a regular guy. He's just a, he's just a cool guy. Like, I don't want to, he's not like just a regular NFL player, not shading anybody else. But saying like, like we're all human beings. We're all the same. We all bleed the same. We all cry the same. So I just want to feel like I'm just like everybody else. No different. Absolutely, man. I think this conversation was perfect because that's exactly what I was going for. You know, not just the football guy, but the person. And I think I think we've kind of we've kind of scratched the surface, man. I mean, obviously there's a lot to know, but I think we kind of scratched it. And you know, it's been it's been it's been fun, man. Just a short time kicking it with you. I know you know you're a busy dude, so of course I appreciate you. You know, taking time out and, and you have an invitation if you ever want to come back on here and, and talk whenever, man. You're you're wel- more than welcome to. It could be about anything. It doesn't have to be a football. We could just talk about life. But um, I do wish you nothing but success, man. And I have to admit, Carr, Beast Mode, Cooper, Crabtree, Ishmael Zamora, it just sounds good, man. It sounds good. Oh, sure. I thought so. <laughs> uh, is there anything that you want to plug real quick or anyone you want to throw a shout out to or anything like that? Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, everybody that I know back home in A-Leaf and Houston and everybody that, that I know and that I'm cool with back at home in Baylor and the new head coaches. And staff out there, I, I want to wish them a, a great season coming up. I know they will. And just to my mom, my dad, and my brothers and sisters. That's awesome, man. Seriously, man. I mean, this conversation, I, I already had a lot of faith in you, man. I already knew, you know, for everything I've seen, I, I believe you were, you know, you're a good dude and you got a lot of, a great career ahead of you. But just having this conversation with you, I, I feel even better, man, about you. And that's, you know, you're coming across real level headed and, and, and I like where the focus is at. So I'm, I'm happy we had this opportunity to speak. Um, and man, we're growing every day, right? So this is, this is a part, an important part of the process. And I hope that people take something from this, you know, whether it's just inspiring, motivational, or just just kind of, you know, getting to know Ishmael Zamora a little more, man. Um, so I, I really appreciate you giving me that time. Thank you. I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity. I really do. And I'm back. Ishmael, man, I appreciate that opportunity. We here at Clock Dodgers humbly appreciate the opportunity you provided, man, to come on the podcast and and give us that little insight, that little inside glance into your world and, uh, you know, what what, what you where you've come from, you know, what's important to you, what motivates you, what drives you. Uh, and, and again, we only see big things in your future, man. Um, for, for those who listened, I appreciate you guys taking the time to get all the way through that episode. Um, you know, again, Ishmael was gracious enough to, to let us, you know, have some of his time to, to do that for us. So again, we appreciate it. And, and again, shout out, you know, to everybody who made that happen, uh, from Ishmael himself to Randy, to, to, to everybody in the team. So, so thank you guys again for that. Um, as always, guys, you know, I just want to close this thing out on, on a high note, on, a, on, on the positive note. So, you know, I, I thought it was pretty cool to get to get that inside perspective from, you know, the college situations as far as that, that where, where, what he's come from, what he's going into. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm sure you guys took away a lot of the same stuff I took away. Um, Ishmael sounds extremely focused, uh, extremely motivated. And he, and he seems to be in the right place. And so that, that was, that was good for me to hear. And I needed that even just to push myself because, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing when, you know, you motivate yourself, you're self-motivated and, and, and you know, you're, you're pushing yourself, but it's another thing to hear someone who, you know, is, is working, is working hard, man. Just, you know, it's pushing the extreme, right? I'm not a super, you know, athlete. I'm not in the NFL, 
he, he's pushing that extreme. And so, you know, it always pushes you a little harder. At least it does for me. And I'm sure it did for a lot of you. So it's good to hear that. It's good to hear the journey. It's just some extra stuff that, you know, when we see him scoring touchdowns in the NFL for the Oakland Raiders, catching them Derek, you know, Derek Carr lobs, and we see Zamora on the back of the jersey, we know a little bit more of the story. You know what I mean? We connect a little better. So it, it was great, man. It, it, I, I'm happy that it happened the way it did. You know, I feel like, you know, we covered the important things. And I do hope that, you know, he comes back on the podcast and we get to, you know, chop it up more and go further into, you know, to different things. And guys, if the charity league thing happens, you know, I had to, you know, I had to try for that. If it happens, you know, if Ishmael will be a part of a league with us or if he'll do a signed jersey or just something, uh, we'll do it for charity. You know, we'll have fun with it, help some people out in the process. Uh, we'll even let, you know, Ishmael pick the charity and, and kind of, you know, have fun with it. So if he's down for that, it's cool. If not, we understand, but we could do something else. Uh, either way, it's fun. Um, so I hope you guys that, you know, on the fantasy football tip, I hope you guys, you know, enjoyed that as well. Um, you know, I, I thought it was, I thought it was cool, you know, to hear from, from him instead of hearing from other people all the time and, and what that transition's like. So that, that was cool. Um, and again, you know, I, I took a lot from it. I learned a lot from it. Um, I hope you guys got that same thing on your end. You guys know, again, please follow him on Twitter and on Instagram. Just search his name, Ishmael Zamora. You'll find him. Support the man. Um, su- support everything he's doing. Support the Raiders. Support whoever you can to help him out. Uh, it's always important that you guys support the guests that come on this show. Um, it, it helps. You know, and if you can hit him up, hit him up on Twitter. Hit him up on Instagram. Let him know, you know, it was dope being on the show and that you enjoyed it. Um, it's it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good thing, right, to pay this forward, that feeling forward. So um, support everything Ishmael is doing. Uh, we hope to hear from him again for sure. As far as Clock Dodgers, you guys know the website is clockdodgers.com. The podcast, if you guys are new to listen to this, if you enjoyed our conversation with Ishmael, there's there's plenty of other good conversations that have happened as well on the on, on this podcast that are back there um, on previous episodes. If you subscribe, go back and check those out. Um, if you're subscribing now because you appreciated the conversation, there's more coming like this, you know, more, more great conversations with people, more insight, more entertaining, more laughs. We're here to live, laugh and learn together. That's what Clock Dodgers is about. So please subscribe to the podcast. If you enjoyed this, it's super critical that you hit review and just give us five stars or whatever you feel like we deserve. Be honest, you know, and, and leave a review. It, it helps. It helps me improve the program, improve the product. And it also helps new listeners uh, subscribe and to find us. So if you guys could do that, it's it's meaningful. It's helpful. Again, cloudodgers.com. There's a lot of guys working hard, busting out good articles. So I hope you guys go over there and check those out. That's super, that's super important. And then of course, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, all the different places at clock Dodgers. If you have any questions, concerns, you feel free to email me or just message me, whatever it is. Shout out to everybody who's been supporting clock Dodgers from day one. Shout out to all the day ones. Shout out to everybody who's new, who's just coming aboard. We appreciate it. We're gonna keep doing big things. We're gonna keep pushing it. All right. This is this is for this is for this is for the family, man. This is for the community. This is for the culture. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep making good things happen. You guys know again, as always, you have the power to make somebody's day today. You have the power to achieve something great today. It's up to you. It's real simple. So as always, Clock Dodgers. I appreciate your time. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. I, I, I always give it back tenfold. Thank you again to Ishmael Zamora and his team over there. Salute, man. Good luck to the Raiders. They got they got a they got a they got a beast on their hands, man. They got a couple beasts, but he's 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 a good uh, addition to the squad. So we look forward to it. Guys, as always, be kind, 
Be great. Keep dodging. Visit ClockDodgers.com for more unique content. Connect with us now by following at ClockDodgers on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope.